Welcome to Abide's Kids Bedtime Stories. I'm Tyler. Today's bedtime story is sponsored by FaithfulCounseling.com. Talk to a therapist who shares your Christian values. Just go to FaithfulCounseling.com abide to get started online or in their app. If you're enjoying our podcasts, don't forget to hit the subscribe button and tell us what you think. All right, it's time to settle into bed and drift off to sleep with this bedtime story. It is so nice to spend this time with you. Now, my friends, which you are, they all call me Cowboy Sam. Cowboy Sam. Now, you, you caught me while I was uh, <laughs> while I was strumming away on my on my guitar. Well, it, it's one of the ways I settle myself down after a long day. Yeah, it's good to find things that'll that'll calm your mind when you get to this time of day. Now, I want to tell you about some verses from the Bible that I really like. And, And I think they'll make you feel good too. But before I do that, how about let's talk to God. Dear Heavenly Father, thank you for my friend here. I am so glad that they're with me tonight. Please calm their heart and mind and and give them a a good night of sleep. Rest is so important, Lord, and and it's a gift from you. I, I thank you for it. And I pray... All of this in Jesus' name. Amen. Now, 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 listen here. I, I, I want to tell you something right off the bat. Lots of folks have the wrong idea about what a cowboy is. <laughs> you might even picture us leaning up against a pole outside a saloon in an old west town. In your imagination, you probably got us wearing a a big brimmed hat and have a couple of guns on our hips. Well, the only part of that picture that's right is the hat. See, cowboys don't go poking around looking for fights or causing trouble like you see in the movies. And, and, and we don't spend much time in town. Our job as cowboys is to look after, well, <laughs> the cows. It sounds obvious, but so many people just get us wrong. But now you, uh, you know better, right? Yeah. <laughs> you know, some nights I just sit here playing my guitar, thinking about the words that God has given us. And when my mind is calm and, and peaceful, sometimes I remember verses that I learned when I was just a, a yonker. Uh, verses like this. 
You who are godly, sing with joy to the Lord. It is right for honest people to praise Him. With the harp, praise the Lord. With the lyre that has ten strings, make music to Him. Sing a new song to Him. Play with skill and shout with joy. Yeah, that, that there, that's, uh, that's from Psalm 33. I do love to make music, even though I, I only use a six-string guitar and not a lyre. And, and I love to sing, but, <laughs> well, it's, it's best that I do that when nobody is listening. The Lord has blessed me in many ways, but... Uh, I don't have a voice that is very soothing, if you, if you know what I mean. But God must really like music and singing. He, he, he talks about it so much in His Word, and in the Psalms, they are lyrics to songs, and you know many of them were written by a fella called King David. King David. Now. <laughs> There's a guy who went through some tough times. Now, some of them he created for himself, but, but some were just part of being a king. Still, he wrote some great songs, and he wasn't afraid to tell God that, that he, was, that he was, was struggling with things. He called out to God the same way, same way we do. Only sometimes he wrote a song to do it. I think that's pretty neat. Did you, did you know that David was hired to play music for another king when he was only just a young fella? He did. David came to play his harp for a fella named King Saul. King Saul. Now, now there's a guy who had trouble relaxing. He had some trouble running the kingdom, and he, and he made some, uh, well, some questionable decisions. And sometimes they left him in a bad mood. So then, our friend David came, and he played his harp for King Saul. And, and wouldn't you know it, it helped Saul relax some. You, you know, a, a, another time that God used music was when the, the children of Israel fought the battle of Jericho. See, God commanded the Israelites to march around the city for seven days with the singers out in the front. And on the last day, they marched around the city seven times. And when they got to the end, they all blew their horns. And wouldn't you know it, the walls of the city collapsed and God's people were able to conquer their enemy. Now, now I, I, I think I ought to say the walls didn't fall because the noise of the horns knocked them down. <laughs> oh, the, the walls fell because God knocked them down. See, the children of Israel were obedient 
and the Lord did exactly what they needed him to do. But but the singers and the horns were were, were part of that. I, I think God created music as, as much for him to enjoy as us. In Psalm 150, it says, uh, says, Let everything that has breath praise the Lord. And that means you and me. <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm wandering a bit here. We were, we were talking about Psalm 33. Let me, let me tell you a few more verses from Psalm 33, verses 6 through 9. It says, uh, The heavens were made when the Lord commanded it to happen. All the stars were created by the breath of his mouth. He gathers together the waters of the sea. He puts the oceans in their places. Let the whole earth have respect for the Lord. Let all the people in the world honor him. He spoke, and the world came into being. He commanded, and it stood firm. Now, can you imagine that? God spoke, and everything in the universe was created. All the, the stars were created and put in place by God. He has a name for every one of them. He's placed the constellations right where they are, and, and he keeps them all in place. I love that. It, it says, too, in that psalm, it says, he gathers together the waters of the sea. He puts the oceans in their places. And we don't much think about the oceans, do we? It's just a whole bunch of water, right? Well, God tells us differently. It's part of a perfect creation that he made just by speaking. Hey, you know, in... Uh, in Job 38, the Lord asked Job a couple of good questions that show just who is the perfect one. It says, uh, Who shut up the sea behind closed doors when it gushed forth from the womb? When I made the clouds its blanket and dense fog its swaddling cloth? When I made the breakers its boundary, set its gates and bars, and said, you may come this far, but no farther. Here, your proud waves must stop. You see, God created the oceans and the seas, even the rivers and the creeks we play around in. And he made rules for all of them. And Here's a, 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 another couple of verses I want to tell you about. <laughs> Wouldn't you know it? They're in the Psalms too. Psalm 8, verses 6 through 8. Now, David was singing about how God has blessed mankind. Uh, he says, You have given him dominion over the works of your hands. You have put all things under his feet, all sheep and oxen 
and also the beasts of the field, the birds of the heavens, and, and, and the fish of the sea, and whatever passes along the paths of the seas. Now, that last little bit it tends to catch people's attention, the paths of the seas. What does that mean? Well, you know, that phrase caught the attention of a fella named Matthew Maury. Now, he lived way back in the, in the 1800s before we had all kinds of, you know, scientific equipment and before we knew so much about the oceans. And he was reading Psalm 8 one day and, and he saw that phrase, the paths of the seas, and he wondered what it could mean. Now, he knew that nothing in the Bible was there by mistake, so he decided to, to look into it. See, he worked for the Navy, and he could look at all the charts and the log books they had, and, and he discovered that there were actually pathways to the ocean, just like the Bible said. And, and, and he made charts of all these currents or pathways, and it helped ships travel faster and safer than they had before. Now, was he a really smart guy, or did he just look into what he learned from the Bible? Well, I think his wisdom was in the fact that he trusted that what God said to us in his word something that you and, and me could do every day. Imagine finding a little phrase like the paths of the seas and using that to help every person in the world. And, and, and you know, earlier in that psalm, David sang, uh, sang, what the Lord says is right and true. He is faithful in everything he does. The Lord loves what is right and fair. The earth is full of his faithful love. Well, <laughs> Matthew Morrisher found that to be true. And, and I want you to remember that God's word is true. It's always right and it's always fair. And you might not think that all the time, but it's true. The Lord ain't never going to trick you. He tells you what he means to tell you, and he always keeps his word. He, he is, is trustworthy. You know, I, I remember when I was just a, a kiddo, my Paul one day promised to take me fishing. But when we got to the lake, there was a sign that said, no fishing. Now, even though he promised me, we still couldn't go fishing. And Paul wasn't lying to me. He, he, just, he just couldn't control everything that happens. And sure, I was disappointed. But I grew to realize that this was just part of life. Paul couldn't foresee everything. Even if somebody would hang up a, a, a no fishing sign, but now, it's different with God. God can make promises, and you can count on him of keeping them. In, a, in another book in the Bible, uh, 2 Corinthians uh, 1.20, it 
It says, uh, says, God has made a great many promises. They are all yes because of what Christ has done. So through Christ, we say, Amen. God is able to keep every promise to us because, like we said before, He's the one who created everything and He controls everything. Even the way the, the water moves in the ocean. Oh, it sure is nice to have somebody like that running the show running everything well let's pray and, and, and then you you can go off to sleep dear heavenly father we are grateful for this day that has ended we are grateful that we can count on you and every promise you've made to us is yes because you are the creator and the controller of everything. We thank you that, that you have, have revealed yourself to us and all the wonderful things in this world, even the way the water in the ocean moves. We ask that you would give us a sweet, restful sleep right now and that my little partner will get the rest they need. Bless tomorrow. Make it a great day. Help us to remember everything you have done for us. In Jesus' name, amen. Well, good night, my friend. And now remember that God loves you.